Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Welcome into another edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. It is Thursday, September 22nd, as we bring you a little closer to the big college football weekend. Doesn't get much bigger than Florida, Tennessee, number 20 versus number 11 in Neyland State in Knoxville, Tennessee. We've got Ryan Callahan, recruiting insider at Gold Vols 24-7, joining us to break down the big weekend for the Vols and looking ahead a bit to the importance and the significance of what we could expect in Knoxville. First of all, Ryan, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing, my friend? Doing well. I hope you're doing well. Uh, and uh, yeah, big week here in Knoxville. So lot, lots to talk about and uh, and plenty of plenty of fun things going on this week on Go Vols 24 seven obviously absolutely this has been building up right i think this has been in the works for a long time the anticipation has been brewing for this fan base for people that just follow college football and are looking at what tennessee is doing a top 10 recruiting class right now number nine nationally obviously spearheaded by that five-star quarterback nico iamaleava from california they've been recruiting nationally they have a lot of buzz and this is the game this is the atmosphere this is the the moment and the stage for that coaching staff to potentially take Tennessee's recruiting to another level. Absolutely. And and these are always, you know, Florida and Alabama are kind of the two big home games on Tennessee's schedule. This happens every other year. And these are always kind of the marquee events for Tennessee. But like you said, there's a little more behind it this year. You've got a a team that's on the verge of cracking the top 10, uh, an offense that puts up a lot of points that has more people talking uh, and and a top 10 recruiting class already uh, led by a five-star quarterback. So just a lot more buzz about Tennessee right now than even typically going into this game. Sometimes they get a lot of prospects on campus for these games, but there are a lot of guys Tennessee finishes third and fourth for against some of the the real heavy hitters in the SEC. This year, it looks like Tennessee's really in the discussion for some guys who are going to be visiting this weekend. And even in future classes, uh, it looks like this is the type of weekend that could really lay the groundwork for Tennessee and kind of keep things building on and off the field. A lot of the heavy lifting has already been done in the offseason. We had you on this show uh, later in the spring or early summer, and we were discussing the tactics, right? The the uh, the photo shoots, uh, 
um, some of the recruiting things that the staff was doing to build buzz heading into the season. Now the season's here and the buzz has been building with their play on the field. This is a chance for Josh Heupel and that offense and and I guess I think the team as a whole to really show the direction, the trajectory of this program. What's the buzz been like among recruits about what they've seen from Tennessee on the field this season? Yeah, I, I think they like what they've seen so far. Now Tennessee is 3-0, and but the caveat to that is they, their only real test has been against Pitt, and that was a ranked opponent at the time. Tennessee went on the road and won. Didn't get a lot of style points maybe for that game. It was kind of an ugly game on both sides. Keaton Slowis, the, the quarterback at Pitt, was knocked out in the first, late in the first half of that game, so Tennessee kind of held on in uh, not eye-popping fashion, but still had a had a good enough game to, to get a nice win on the road, and that's that's gotten Tennessee some, some I think, some credit among recruits uh, for, for backing up kind of what they've been selling about the trajectory of the program, but at the same time, this is where I think prospects are really going to start watching Tennessee a little more closely. SEC games like Florida, like LSU in a couple weeks going on the road, Alabama after that, you know, Kentucky, Georgia, can they start to make a, make a move a little bit in the SEC and, and creep up the SEC standings? I think that's what people want to see. Uh, the ones who are looking at Tennessee kind of already feel good about the trajectory of the program, I think. But I, I think they want to see, can Tennessee, which has only beaten Florida once in the past 17 years, can they get over that hump and start getting some of these quality wins against the rivals that have kind of helped hold Tennessee down over the past 15 years. 21 commitments already for Tennessee in the 2023 recruiting cycle. Uh, and they have a couple official visitors uh, on campus this weekend. It's a little bit different than what we saw during the offseason, obviously with the staff having to focus on on game prep and meeting with the team and, and focusing on the actual game against Florida. Uh, there won't have to be a lot of juggling around, right, with the, the mass number of official visitors. Four-star defensive lineman David Hobbs as well as offensive lineman Bison Lang will be the two official visitors. What can you tell us about Tennessee's chances with each of those prospects? Yeah, and, and just to add to that real quickly, you know, Tennessee, like a lot of staffs around the country, I think likes to save those official visits for after the season when you're not having to juggle that stuff. So that's the one reason I think you don't see more official visits this weekend. And you want to get closer to guys' decision times. Uh, in, in, in the case of both of these guys, I think David Hobbs and Bison Lang are not necessarily all that close to making decisions, but Tennessee's in some big-time battles, especially for David Hobbs, and you've kind of got to take what visit opportunities you have. In this case, Tennessee's battling Alabama and Georgia primarily for David Hobbs. He's a defensive line target that Tennessee offered back in June. They've had him on campus a handful of times dating back to last summer. Uh, but really starting to get some traction, I think, over the past couple months in that one. But at the same time, Alabama has continued to turn up the heat on him. Georgia is now a heavy contender for him. So uh, it's a big-time battle, and this is a really important visit for Tennessee. I think he is maybe more open to Tennessee than people might think, just hearing that Alabama and Georgia are involved. But obviously the competition is tough. So Tennessee really needs to put its best foot forward. I always say the outcome of an individual game like this can be overblown. But if you have a really good weekend and, and get a nice win, over a ranked Florida team and, and David Hobbs gets to take in that environment and really gets impressed by it. That could make more of a lasting impression that gives them a better shot when he makes a decision probably in November. Uh, Bison Lang, you know, I think Tennessee's the team recruiting him the hardest right now uh, among his five or six teams that he's still considering. LSU, Auburn, you know, Georgia, Arkansas, and Texas are kind of the other main contenders. He's been to LSU and Auburn already this season. So this is a big chance for Tennessee to, to try to make a move there. He's already been to Tennessee a couple times earlier this year, uh, but wants to take in a game and is really excited to see uh, the game day environment in Knoxville. So th those are important visits and, and two of the, the the more important known targets that, that are left on the board for Tennessee. But they're still at a point where they're sort of filling out their board, looking for new targets at some positions, but those are guys that have been on the board for a long time. And especially in Hobbs's case, 
you know, he might be the top name left on Tennessee's board. So that's obviously a really important visit. Yeah, the trenches, a point of emphasis for Tennessee is they try to put the finishing touches here on this 2023 recruiting cycle with a couple months to go into the early signing period. Who else will be at the stadium? We're going to get into it here on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast after the break. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We're back on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast, taking a look at Tennessee's big recruiting opportunity as they take on Florida inside Neyland Stadium on Saturday afternoon, primetime matchup, national television. It's going to be a really good opportunity for Josh Heupel to continue to build recruiting buzz for this for this program. Blair Angulo joined by Ryan Callahan. He's a recruiting insider over at Go Vols 24-7, the Tennessee site on the 24-7 Sports Network. And Ryan, we teased it a little bit to official visit. But that's not that's not it. The the visitor list as a whole looks really attractive when you take a look at some of the 2024 prospects. Yeah, that, that's where really the bulk of the visitors uh, are coming from. It looks like at least as of right now, with with the uh, the the added caveat that Tennessee always could had have, have some names added to this list over the next 48 hours. But certainly Tennessee. Uh, expecting to make some some real ground with some 2024 targets, guys like in-state targets, uh, Edwin Spillman, Caleb Beasley, uh, some in-state guys. Tennessee's been recruiting for a long time. Those are four stars, two of the top players in the state of Tennessee in that class. Uh, and even some five stars in multiple classes. Obviously, Nico Iamaliava, the five-star quarterback commitment, will be in town. But in the 2024 class, Ryan Wingo, a five-star receiver from St. Louis, who visited Tennessee back in early June, he'll be back in town for this game. Happened to see Tennessee on the road at Pitt a couple weeks ago as well. So, so he's definitely taking a little bit more of a look at Tennessee, and this is a big visit for them to try to be a contender with him. Uh, and it, even in future classes, 2025 prospects like Cameron Sparks uh, that, that Tennessee is already heavily involved with in-state. Uh, that's a five-star early in that class. Jonathan Eccles, the five-star Tennessee commitment in the 2024 class. So some big-name guys across multiple classes. And in that 2024 class, especially a number of four-stars, that, that's just kind of the tip of the iceberg. But Mario Craver, a four-star receiver from Alabama that Tennessee is one of the top contenders for. So lots of big-name prospects that Tennessee is going to be involved with for months. And as you know, Blair, these, these visits in the fall, they might not get as much attention sometimes the juniors who are visiting as opposed to the seniors. But these visits are really important. They kind of lay the ground work for everything you end up doing the following spring and summer. So for Tennessee, especially these guys like Caleb Beasley and Edwin Spillman who visit Tennessee 
five, six, seven times already. These are these are important to keep building on that early relationship. And in some cases, first or second visit, these can be really important to really kind of establish Tennessee as a legitimate contender for some good players. Yeah, that that's a good segue because I wanted to ask you about the overall trajectory of this program, right? I think recruits in the 2024 class, in the 2025 class, if they're inside the stadium on Saturday and Tennessee's putting in a good performance against Florida, it's a top 25 matchup. I think all the eyes around the country will be on this game. And they're in there and they're looking and they're saying, oh, Tennessee number nine recruiting class nationally right now in the cycle. And if I come in there, you know, I I can be another piece of what they're trying to build. What's the ceiling for Tennessee in recruiting? Could this potentially be a program that could potentially fight for a top five class? You know, this year might be a little bit early for that, you know, uh, uh, but I definitely think that's that's a a possibility in the not too distant future, at least for Tennessee, the way things are are headed. I do think this is a a program that's had enough success in recruiting consistently over the years that we've seen even with a few different staffs that have not worked out at Tennessee long-term, they've continually signed top 15 classes nationally. So it's a place where you clearly can recruit. Now it's a matter of, can you get it back to that level that you know Butch Jones signed a top five class at Tennessee in 2014 uh, and, or 2015, I should say. Can you get it back to that level? And where Philip Fulmer had it, obviously, 15 years ago, signing some classes that were sometimes in that discussion for number one overall. You got a long way to go to get back to that because of how good Georgia and Alabama have been and continue to be kind of setting the pace nationally. Uh, But I think they can get back in that discussion if they continue on this path. You know, they've got to get to nine wins, frankly, first. You know, that's that's the first big checkpoint. Hard to do that consistently and recruit at that level when you're you're not winning more than eight games a season as the case has been for Tennessee for a number of years now. But if they can get back to that 9-10 win mark, start contending for SEC East championships, then then maybe that opens the door for that. So this year, I think a top 10 class would be a really nice finish for Tennessee. Uh, they're at number nine right now, as you mentioned. They've had some guys that they landed earlier in the year climb in the rankings recently because they're having good senior seasons. So they're evaluating pretty well, I think. But they've still got to go in there and land some of these big time kids that are that have been tough for them to win those battles in past years. I think they're getting there as they show with Nico Iamaliava, but can they start winning them more consistently? I think within the next couple of years you could see it but they're not there just yet. We wondered back in the spring when Nico Yamaliava announced his decision and said he was going to be committing to Tennessee, what the impact would have on, on this class and in future classes for, for the Vols. What kind of impact have you have you seen? What what kind of buzz have you heard about what that has meant for Tennessee recruiting? Well, I, I think the biggest thing has been he's, he's kind of opened some doors that maybe otherwise would not have been opened. And it's, and it's not always worked out for Tennessee, but they've gotten they've gotten themselves really in the mix for a lot of players that took a hard, hard look at Tennessee, even if they've committed to other schools. You know, earlier this year, it looked like Tennessee at one point might land Kyler Casper, the four-star receiver who ended up at Oregon and reclassified and, and, w- and went to Oregon in the 2022 class. Carnell Tate, the big-time wide receiver, picked Ohio State over Tennessee after a big-time battle. Tennessee maybe still not completely out of the picture there. So um, those are guys that took a took a hard look at Tennessee and liked the idea of going there in part because of the opportunity to team up with a big-time quarterback. And without Nico Iamaliava in Tennessee's class, I'm not sure the Vols get much of a look from either of those guys or certainly wouldn't have ended up being one of the two finalists, essentially, for both of them. So that that's yeah. just one yeah, example. I, I even think about a player like Francis Maui Goa, right, who <laughs> spent some time with Nico Iamaliava, one of the better offensive tackles in the country. And, and I'm not sure, like you mentioned, had Nico not committed to Tennessee as early as he did, if the Vols are even in that conversation. Yeah, that's exactly where I was headed next. You know, that, that's certainly an example where I think, uh, and you're seeing this more now, you know, Tennessee has has uh, has made an addition to its staff. 
hiring Aaron, Aaron, uh, Ama, I hope I'm not uh, mispronouncing this, Aaron Amama, who, who is- I got you right here. I got you. It's okay. Aaron Amaama. Amaama, yeah. I had, hadn't clarified that pronunciation, but he is, he's been added to Tennessee staff. And so you can see them kind of tapping into that Polynesian culture that they already have, I think, added, added to the program with Nico Iamaliava. So I think they're, uh, I think they feel that there's, that's opened some doors for them, just having that familiar background with some of those guys that Tennessee is going to be able to go out West and be more of a player for some of those guys. So I think it's opened up some opportunities that previously weren't there. And some guys just they, great players want to play with great players. So having that five-star quarterback has given them some name recognition. That I think got them some visits, at least from some guys that otherwise might not have given Tennessee much of a look. Now it's a matter of seeing how many of them can they land, but it's at least put, put Tennessee in the discussion for some really good players. Yeah. Nico Imalava will be in Tennessee for, for this game. Uh, but I did want to ask you, Ryan, will the G wagon make a return? Will that photo shoot happen again? Will he maybe have some friends with him in that, in that vehicle? You know, I I don't know about the G wagon returning, but uh, I bet they they have some fun with the photo shoot no matter what. Every time Nico Yamaliava is back at Tennessee, uh, the photo shoot is uh, is definitely one of the highlights of the weekend. He usually brings other other targets and commitments into the into the fold, and they they have some fun with that. So he will no doubt be putting on the recruiter hat this weekend. Uh, one example of that, you know, for instance. His effect has already kind of had been been shown in future classes. Boo Carter, an in-state target for Tennessee in the 2024 class, actually went to Chicago, played in the Pylon National Championship with Nico Iamaliava's team, uh, which is based in California. But he called him up, said, hey, want to come up and play? And he did. So now there's a connection between two guys in different classes who are from across the country from one another. So um, that's just one of the guys he'll be recruiting this weekend. But certainly I think you'll see him do a lot of recruiting uh, while he's in Knoxville and certainly will uh, – We'll, we'll at least have some fun with, I'm sure, the photo shoots that they will have, uh, whether it includes a G-Wagon or not. Yeah, if you want all the latest on Tennessee recruiting, especially from this weekend and whether or not Tennessee breaks out the G-Wagon again in the tunnel at Neyland Stadium, make sure you stay locked in to Go Vols 24-7 and recruiting editor Ryan Callahan. Ryan, thank you so much for joining us. Enjoy the game and make sure you charge your phone. I know, I'm, I'm, I know you're going to be making a lot of phone calls this weekend. No, no doubt. It'll be a busy one, but uh, I appreciate that, Blair. Thanks a lot. That is Ryan Callahan. You can follow him on Twitter at Ryan Callahan 24-7. If you like the show, please give us a like on on YouTube, subscribe to the 24-7 Sports YouTube channel. Give us those five-star reviews wherever you find your podcast. For Ryan Callahan and our producer Lance Glenn, I am Blair Angulo. Thank you so much for tuning into this edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount+. Plus. Paramount+, Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation.